And welcome to another episode of the Raging Marks Wrestling Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, TNK, Total Nonstop Kirk. To my left, I got my boy, Ravishing Randy. Randy. What's up, y'all? Hey, man. Glad to be back in studio. And across from me right now, I got Rampage Ramsey. What up? What's going on, man? Sweet. I'm excited today, man. We just had the Elimination Chamber this weekend. So we thought for today's episode, we would do our Fantasy Booking Elimination Chamber. So we're going to kind of mix it up a little differently this week. We're going to have three separate Elimination Chamber matches. We're going to have one Fantasy Booking for the men. Fantasy booking for the women, and we're going to do a fantasy booking for the tag team. And the good thing with this, too, is that we're not going to be restricted by promotion. It's not going to be a WWE-exclusive chamber match. Basically, it was whoever we wanted to see in there, whether they're AEW, if they're Legends, if it's WCW, if it's TNA, if it's whatever, we're going to throw them in. We're going to... Uh, Ramsey kind of laid out the ground rules of how we're going to do this. We'll basically get 15 minutes to go through our list of names and put them in the match. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take five minutes and we'll actually book out the match. So we'll basically be spending 20 minutes on each respective elimination chamber. Yeah. 15 to discuss, five to book. So Ramsey, any thoughts you want to throw in before we uh, get to our first chamber match? Oh, no, just basically 15 minutes to, uh, for discuss. We throw out the names and discussion. Uh, it's in. We do this probably like because last year we saw the um, on the Peacock, yeah. the ultimate uh, ultimate show. Ultimate show. We started doing different things and ended up back in season two. And I wanted to keep doing this. I thought it was a great thing, but we do it a little bit differently where we can do, you know, all spectrums of wrestling, just not WWE. Mm-hmm. And then we can do different things so we're going to have 15 minutes to discuss who we're going to put on the tag team on on the list if you got to have two votes to get on the list and then we go from there then we got five minutes and we'll pick in random order through the the magic power of the randomizer uh if they're entrant number one two three if they're entrant one or two that's the first two in the ring three four five will be uh three four Three, two, three, one, two, three, four. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs> oh, we got six, so one pod. No, yeah, we, 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 we pick it up. We'll get all this off there, but I understand yeah. completely so what you're saying. So we're going to determine and we'll book it right there and then say it comes with the winner. Well, one of the caveats that you gave us, like the homework, though, to, to kind of start brainstorming on this was that um, there was one name on each list that was an automatic put-through. So they were already on the final list. And since we're going to be starting with the tag team chamber, the the name that you said was in no matter what was the Road Warriors. And let's go ahead and get your rationale behind it. It's all the Road Warriors is what all tag teams shoot for, and I don't mean like just Brandon. But the New Day is a tag team, but it's not a long-standing tag team. We're talking about uh, the Steiners, the Hardys, um, the Young Bucks. It. You know, the Briscoes, these teams go from, there have been teams that go from promotion, promotion to promotion to promotion and win titles. And to me is, it's the, them and the Dudleys are the two greatest tag teams that ever lived on this earth. And to me is that they deserve that spot. Um, and the men's side, Chris Jericho is the, is the name because he invented the Elimination Chamber. It's his idea, so you know what? Our first uh, fantasy booking for it, 
He's in. And I, think he, and I think he's tied with Shawn Michaels for most Elimination Chamber appearances or something like that. I think he's, he's tied with someone for the most Elimination Chamber appearances. And for the women, Shayna Baszler, because she has the most eliminations by a woman in the Elimination Chamber. And we've only had, what, three of them for the women so far, right? She's still got, I think so, yeah. She's still yeah. got the... But no, but I mean, she's made an impression in every match that she's been in. So and uh, you know, and I just think that sometimes she gets kind of odded out because it's Shayna or Ronda or Shayna or somebody else, and I was just like, hey, she's tied into this match already, and I think that she that's the one that deserves. So those are the three, uh, but we're gonna have a couple list, um, and we're gonna start with the tag teams. So we're gonna we already got a couple names on the board that we're all discuss and debate and then i'll start i'll say the name the first couple uh names and then we'll start the timer and then we'll start discussing who else can we put on this list and then i'll i'll say um if there's somebody that's automatically like yeah gotta go in we'll we'll vote and get it in uh so on our on our short list so far we have the steiner brothers the dudley boys the Hardly, the Hardy Boys. <laughs> you almost went, you almost went full Jim Cornette there, talking about the Bucks, the Hardly Boys. <laughs> Edgy Christian, Harlem Heat, Hollywood Blondes. For anybody that's young, that is Steve Austin and Byron Pillman. Also, this too, if they're in the tag team match, then you cannot put them in the single match. Okay, fair enough. Um, Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, the Rockers. The Eliminators and Beer Money Inc. And with that, our mm. fifteen minutes start. Uh, does anyone has any other names to throw on for consideration? You know, I'm not sure if I necessarily throw them in for consideration, but I mean, a couple of the other tag teams I was maybe considering. You know, because like the Rockers were on my list of who I wanted to see in there. You know, other great '80s tag teams like I mean, the Hart Foundation. I was gonna say, mind. yeah. I was gonna throw out the British Bulldogs, man. I don't know how you feel. That was another. That was another one. Um, I was even gonna say just the fact that we have the Road Warriors in there. Throw in Demolition, just because we never, we never got to see that face off. Like they, really, I mean, I, I know they did it a little bit on like the house show circuit late, or whatever, yeah. but it was way too late. They weren't in their prime. Um, not that I necessarily want to see an elimination chamber, but those are some thoughts that kind of came to my mind of maybe some other teams that we could throw in for consideration. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't want to do a demolition, but I'll, I'll do Bridge Bulldogs or Hard Foundation. Uh, I, I would. You know, Bulldogs and the foundations on the, on the board. You know, like one of, one of the teams that I think we're kind of unanimous about is if we're going to think of like a WCW tag team, like I said, if we're going to talk in a promotion, um, give me a toss up between the Steiners and Harlem Heat. I think we're both in agreement really that Harlem Heat should be in there because they were kind of the standard bearer tag team of WCW. Yeah, we kind of talked about this before we went on air. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, throw in Harlem Heat, man. I'm I'm all for having a WCW tag team. I love me some Steiner brothers. I was going to see how you feel about them, but if you got a team that can legitimately compete with the Road Warriors, uh, Booker T and Stevie Ray, man, Harlem Heat, I think really good. Stevie Stevie Ray brings the muscle. Yeah. Booker brings the he's, speed. He's yeah. he's a decent sized guy too. So yeah. yeah. So that's agreement. Harlem Heat's in the in the six. So 
I was thinking, and we got a lot of brothers teams here. Mm-hmm. So what about Ian and Axel Rottens? The Rottens. Oh, it's ECW. Well, shit, mm-hmm. they were in that promotion beforehand. I, that's EJ's pick. See, but like, I also feel like if we're going to get extreme, I feel like the Dudley boys, like this would be right in their wheelhouse uh, type of match like this. Well, I mean, there's really no weapons you can use. You can't go under the ring to get anything. I would throw the Dudley Boys for the sole fact that, like, what uh, Rams was talking about earlier, how they are literally the second greatest tag team because they just went from every promotion for Mm -hmm. damn near 20 years and just pretty much dominated. So I would consider them just for that bold fact, but we'll get to you. I mean, I kind of feel like, though, of, like, the three big Attitude Era tag teams, like the the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and Dudleys, I think of those three, I would rather see a team like the Dudleys. They would represent the ECW, and, you know, even even TNA, man. So, like, I'm for that, just for those two. So... They represent WWE, so, I mean, they could could be in there as a representative for multiple promotions. Yeah, I mean, they... I mean, I, I'm for moving the Dudleys into the final list. I we don't know what y'all say. put that on the back burner for a minute, I guess. Because we still got, what, how much time we got? We still got plenty. Uh, got 11 minutes. I'm, we still got plenty know, of time, You know man, what, so. Gabe? I'm agree with that. Okay, That's well then, uh, Simpatico, Dudley Boys. All right. Uh, let's say that, uh, let's talk about some, some tag teams in the 80s. You got any tag teams in the 80s that might... Well, we touched on some from late days from WWF, but we didn't really touch on any from some other promotions. If you were thinking of anything else, um, what about like a Midnight Express? Yeah, uh, those are legit tag teams. Rock and Roll Express. Throwing in the NWA. Uh, Fuck anything Express. AWA. Uh, God. It's just I guess it's kind of like the eras. If you look, think about it, like in the eighties, it's, it's Express. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then in the late 90s and 2000, boys with a Z. It was late, yeah. You're right about that one. True that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not, I'm not like, as up to speed on, like, my uh, 80s NWA techniques. Like, I mean, I know of them, but uh, as far know, as, like... We know, we know, you're like, young, we know, we, you Shut know. up. But, like, I, I don't know, just, like, there, there weren't any... I can't think of any, like, NWA tag team outside of, like, the Expresses. Like, you know, again, pick your poison with that. That, like, would jump out at me as, like, an NWA representative to be in this match. So, I, I got one for you. Yeah. You were talking about, like, sometimes you have tag teams that, that are, like, Edge and Christian. You know, you had two legit single stars. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a tag team. What about Sting and Luger? I thought you were going to say that. Because they were... Uh, Didn't have four on the list, but let's just say for consideration. Oh, I mean, well, shoot, I was thinking about one of possibly one of those names for the men's. But yeah, th- that is a decent tag team because they were a good tag team. And they had rivalries with uh, Harlem Heat and the Steiners and the Road Warriors in WCW. Um, for consideration, Sting Luger? Sure. I'm, so I'm, yeah, I'm on board with that. Uh, everybody's up for consideration. Well, no, because you, we didn't put down a lot of we didn't put demolition on here. That's not considered. No, I'm not considering demolition. I'd be damned for putting demolition out for consideration. I don't care if it's two votes to one; it's not going on the damn list. I don't know. Like we we're we were going back and talking about the like the '80s WWF tag teams. Like I, I think why I kind of had the Rockers on my list over. Um, like Heart Foundation and, and a few of those other ones. Like, I just, I, I want a team that's in there that can fly around and go. 
like kind of have that upbeat, uh, like the the momentum going. And yeah, granted, like we we have like maybe some AEW teams that could also do the same thing. See, that's okay. So I saw your list, and I kind of the reason why I didn't put the Rockers on my list was because of that. They kind of those guys, newer tag teams, kind of fill that void. Which you keep going. Okay, so I'm I'm totally cool keeping the Rockers on, but I want to just kind of dispose it to maybe one tag team that's like a high flying tag team. Possibly, I mean, we need to move to one more, but. Yeah. Anybody else? I'm just like spot talk chambers or whatever. Go ahead. Strike Force. Oh, Tito Santana and Rick Martel. Um, I they're very highly underrated, man. I don't think they were tag team for that long, but I would rather see the Hollywood Blondes in Strike Force. Okay. See, my only my only apprehension to having the Hollywood Blondes in there is to your caveat about how if yeah, they're in. Yeah. If they're in the tag match and they can't be in a singles match, if like one of those guys and like, I love Brian Pillman to death, but I really want to see Stone Cold in an elimination chamber. Okay, he's never been, so no, we can yeah, do that so later. So okay, that and and I'll, and I'll touch on my rationale with like on the men's side of things, how I posed my list. So, uh, but that would be my only strike against going with the Hollywood boys. Yeah, we keep so let's let's, let's let's get a name on the board right now. Yeah, we need one. We're at the seven seven and a half minute mark. Uh, let's get um, a name. Uh, what about uh, Steiner Brothers? I say yes, but I'm trying to. I don't want to dispose it because we got a lot of heavy, big, heavy guys right now, and so I kind of want to put in maybe a smaller team. I feel I feel like it might be easier at this point to throw an AEW representative. Yeah, in let's there. do that. Let's I know throw, we got a lot of tags. I know we both kind of had like Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks on our respective lists. Um, what about Jurassic Express? See, I Let's love. Talk about the Express. I love Jurassic Express. I do, but if, you, if like to me right now, if you're thinking pinnacle of AEW tag teams, it really is these two Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks. As, uh, far, man, as far as like who's at the top of their game, I'll say FTR, man. But yeah, those... well, well, again, like yeah, FTR. But I'm talking about like long, successful title reigns in AEW. No, there haven't been that many tag champions. But I mean, Lucha Brothers. I okay. So I'm gonna challenge you on that and say instead of like you guys said, just AEW. These this tag team's not in AEW, but it's it's in, they're kind of like AEW style. What about the Briscoes? I was, you know, when you started going on that tangent of like he's gonna bring up the Briscoes, like why not the Briscoes? Why not? Honestly, I didn't think about this earlier. They're um they travel promotion promotion, well except they haven't done AEW and they haven't done WWE. But they were huge in Ring of Honor. I know they've done some other shows as well. Uh, forgive me for not knowing the different promotions. I don't know if they did NWA or anything like that. Why not, man? Uh, they're kind of broad. I, I, I have a vote for the Briscoes. Vote for the Briscoes. I'm voting for the Briscoes in. Number four spot. Briscoes. You know what? I'll I'll back that up. I'll back okay. up that Briscoes. point. Okay. Briscoe Brothers. Because, it, I mean, it's... It's not like oddball, but it's oddball enough to it's work. You wanted, you wanted brother, you wanted a brothers team in there. We we got Harlem Heat as a brothers tag team, and now we're gonna throw. It's the Dudley. Oh, you said the Dudley boys, the Dudley family. Well, well, we got a family. We got three they're families. still family. Well, they're not they're not real brother, but okay. The Dudley family <laughs> cast hey, them up. Yeah. So okay, so we got two more to pick. Look, I 
that's the thing with AEW, right? I don't want to. I, I wouldn't mind going. Let's do recency biasism. But when you're talking about Lucha Brothers, I had Lucha Brothers on my list, and I know you had them on yours. I'm a huge fan of Lucha Brothers. I thought like what those two dudes could do in the Elimination Chamber, just Ray Phoenix doing his stick. Just with them and the Bucks did in that cage match was insane. I'm not the biggest Young Bucks fan. I love the U- Lucha Brothers, but I respect the Young Bucks. I think Lucha could give you a, a different aspect. Yeah, than, I think then young. Bucks. I could see Ray Phoenix probably. Well, like we, we don't really have any like Mexican lucha represent representation in there. So yeah, I guess if we had to go with an AEW tag team, only one Lucha Brothers. Would that, be my vote. That's my number one vote. Lucha Brothers. Five yeah, so and that you can also represent AAA with that as well. So so we have one spot left. Who going to get it? Hmm. We have out there. We had Steiners. We got the Hardys, we got Edge and Christian, we got the Hollywood Blondes, we got the Young Bucks, we got the Rockers, the Eliminators, Beer Money, uh, the Bulldog, the Foundation, Ian and Axel, Sting, Luger. Mm. Doesn't say we got we got four minutes, so Tell me if there's anything particularly that you think and that's missing from this match. So we got a lot of how about <laughs> you said poor font for Brian Pillman? How about we make a fantasy tag team, Pillman Senior, Pillman Junior? They're both blondes. We got the Hollywood blondes and we got the Varsity blondes. I'm all I'm all for fantasy booking, but I'm not willing to delve that far into fantasy. Um. No, yeah. I like where your head's at, but... I like it, but... I was giving you thinking. a pass on, Bill, on Pillman, because yeah. then you got another high flyer and... High flyer. Flyer and Brian Pillman, kind of, sort of. Oh, shit, I lost my pen. Um, <laughs> let's just go... Uh, I'm just sort of speed round. <laughs> you know, let the me, 90s and 2000s. Right, let, me, let, let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Like, based off of who is on the list, which per, which team would you want to see in there based off of who's still left? I'm torn between two. Who are you torn between? Edge and Christian and Steiner Brothers. Mm. And the only reason why, because I know the magic the Steiner Brothers has with Harlem Heat and Road Warriors. And if we're talking about the the Steiner Brothers of the early '90s, that's probably my one of my favorite tactics. It's kind of you kind of gonna get both, kind of like the you're gonna get. Uh, Scott Steiner is basically Su- a Suplex City before it was Suplex City before Taz. Uh, super, you mean Suplex Machine? That was Scott Steiner. And he can yeah. he can fly off the top. And he was very athletic. Yeah, Frankensteiner's doing crazy stuff. So you got that, but then you got Edge and Christian because then them two combined in their mind with the Dudley Boys. Brings him fucking magic. Both guys are great workers, man, the, with Edge and Christian. So, like, I, I totally understand both those picks. And I also think, too, is, like, here's the thing about Edge and Christian is this. Honestly, are we going to get Edge in, in a in a six-man in, in our men's elimination chamber? Probably not. If I had to pick two based on what I see here out of the two teams you just listed, as much as I love early 90s Steiner Brothers, with what would flow with this, I'd have to pick Edge and Christian. Out of the two that you just uh, shouted, out of those two teams, unless Randy, you have something a pick that you're thinking, dude. Like you know, here's the catch twenty two because like I was never a big Edge and Christian. I really was guy. I hate. I really was. I hated the fact that they always won over the Hardys and the Dudleys because yeah. I was more of a Hardys and Dudleys guy than I was an Edge and Christian guy. Now 
once they both broke apart and did their own singles runs, that's when I really grew on Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. Really more so Edge when he became, you know, the rated R superstar and exactly. you know, the ultimate opportunist. That's when I fell in love with the Edge character. But like I don't know, like I go back to the Young Bucks. I gravitate a little bit more based off of what's still left on this list to the Steiner brothers. Um, so, like, it, it, I guess if, if those would be the two teams that I would still have in consideration would be the Steiners and the Young Bucks. All right, well, let's... Okay, well, let's just... So, I mean, I know, Ramsey, you um, you got Steiners on your list. I have it on mine. Um, but TNK, I'll give I, you the last 30 seconds to throw in a last pitch well, effort. I had the Steiners on my list when I originally chalked it up. I love me some WCW early 90s Steiner Brothers. So. Then I, I think that's three, and we're putting the Steiners in in our last spot. So All there right. we go. The six tag teams that will be competing in our tag team elimination chamber. We got the Road Warriors, Harlem Heat, Dudley Boys, the Briscoes, the Lucha Brothers, and the Steiners. And we're going to pause for a couple seconds, and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back, and now we're ready to do our booking. We kind of sat here, we did kind of the numbers, and we did the randomization. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, yeah. Like I said. Randomization is a word. um, I'm old, and it's getting late. So it's past my bedtime, it's what? No. 9.47. Pat my bedtime. So, uh, we got a match coming together. So, Randy, let's kick it off with us. And we got five minutes. So, we got we to gotta fill the chamber. So, the first team out is going to be Harlem Heat getting into pod one. We got the Briscoes coming out next getting into pod two. We got the Lucha Brothers coming out getting into pod three. And then the Dudleys are going to be the last team to enter a pod. And as they're making their way down to the ring, they're carrying not one but two tables. Uh, which they're not able to load into their pod, but they keep it next to their pod for safekeeping. Who's going to tell them, though? So. And then the two teams that are actually going to be starting our tag team elimination chamber, we got the Steiners making their way out to the ring, and then, of course, the favorites in this match. Ah, oh, what a rush. we got the Road Warriors. So Steiners and Road Warriors, an old WCW tag rivalry that's going to be renewed in the elimination chamber, starting things off. So to start things off, yeah, we got the Road Warriors and we got the Steiner Brothers, man. And honestly, the one team that could keep up with the Road Warriors' legitimacy is would be the Steiner Brothers. I love me some Steiners, and they kind of hold their own. It's just an all-out brawl. I mean, Road Warriors are kind of getting over because they're just the Road Warriors, you know. And then we uh, we have the countdown clock reaching zero, and we got our Three, first tag two, team that's going to be one. exiting a pod, and it turns out it's going to be Harlem Heat coming into it. Yep, so we got Booker, we got Stevie, and dude, they're legit badasses, man. They just start kind of helping the Steiners clean house. No, I mean, look, everybody knows that the Road Warriors are the favorites in this match, and so we, we see a bit of cooperation between the Steiners and Harlem Heat. They're, you know, beating them up putting the Road Warriors down. And right when uh, Rick Steiner thinks that, like, this uh, this union, yeah. the, the, this cooperation's working well, that's when Booker T rolls Rick up. One, two, three. Our first elimination in the match. The Steiners are out. Beats him with the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling. The surprise roll up. So, yeah, the Steiners have been eliminated. So, right about this time when the Steiners, they open the door, the Steiners are walking out, 
Harlem Heat still kind of fighting with uh, the Road Warriors. Out comes our next tag team. Which, uh, the Briscoes, the next team out of the pod. And, of course, the Briscoes, they're no-nonsense. They them boys. So they just go in and start beating the crap out of everybody. Yeah, they don't care. They're not trying to team up with anybody to get an upper hand. They just go at it. And, I mean, dude, basically, Briscoes are getting the upper hand on both tag teams at this point. They're the fresher team, so it makes sense. Road Warriors trying to fight back, but uh, the numbers are against them. When uh, we get the alarm going off and we have our third team that enters the match, which would be the Lucha Brothers coming in. This is kind of interesting, man. Ray Phoenix, Penta, they just literally, they start off hot, man. Just doing, you know, getting all their spots in, doing the moves. Ray Phoenix just bouncing up and down the ropes, just nailing his moves. Um, You know, like, Ray Phoenix sees an opportunity, sees a moment. Climbs on top of one of the pods, and as everybody's grouped together, does a phenomenal leap off the top of the pod, takes out everybody. Of course, he's fired up. He's going crazy. Penta is doing his whole Cerro Miedo. Cerro Miedo, yeah. Yeah, getting the crowd pumped up. When the alarm goes off, and we have our final team exiting a pod, and it's the Dudleys. And... Uh, (laughs) The Dudley Boys, Team 3D, they just... They're they're amped up, man. You know they're 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 gonna save the tables for a minute, but they join the fray and they just start whooping ass. And kind of, well, I was just saying that. I mean, granted, they got two tables now, and it doesn't take them long to introduce table number one. Actually, you're right. Yeah. Now, so. you know, Ray Phoenix, of course, sees a golden opportunity that, um, you know, at this point. Dudley's bring out the first table, but Penta is able to beat down Devon Dudley, sets him up on a table, tells his brother to go up to the top rope and and or go up on top of the chamber mm-hmm. and do another dive off through a table on a Devon. So Ray Phoenix goes up, and right as he's about to make the jump down, Bubba ends up coming in, knocking out Penta. Throws Devon off the table, and as Ray is on his way down, Bubba jumps up, grabs Ray midair, 3D through a table. One, two, three. Ray Phoenix and Brothers Brothers are eliminated by the Dudleys. So now that leaves the Briscoes, Harlem Heat, the Dudleys, and the Road Warriors in the ring. And this is where it gets kind of interesting. Again, Briscoes and... Briscoes and the war, Road Warriors are just beating the ever-loving hell out of each other. Um, so, yeah, so basically speaking, the Briscoes do their finishing move, hits the attitude adjustment. Uh, the other Briscoe does the frog splash, flying elbow. Briscoe Brothers eliminate Harlem Heat. And we're speeding this up now. So now left, so like I said, the Briscoes eliminate Harlem Heat. So now we got the Dudley Boys, the Briscoes, and the Road Warriors. Um... Dudley Boys, right after, immediately, as soon as uh, the Briscoe Brothers get their victory, essentially just one of the Briscoe Brothers turns around. It's a 3D. It's a 3D. Briscoes have been eliminated. So now you have the two most acclaimed tag teams of all time. You have the Dudley Boys, the Road Warriors. Literally, you're one, two tag teams. If you look at the tag teams of all time, I'm sorry, these guys got to be one and two. They've done it every promotion. So they kind of just go from here. Do you want to take it away? Dude, man, so... You know, again, Dudleys kind of eat a little bit of their own medicine. They get a doomsday device through a table. Yeah. But that's not the end of it. The Road Warriors are like, nah, we're here to fuck up shit. They're going to do what Brock Lesnar did this past weekend and just go 
like chamber to chamber. They're basically they're going, what we was talking about earlier. Minnesota barroom yeah. brawlers. They're going to take the Dudleys and destroy every single pod. They're just going to throw Devon and Bubba through every pod, just destroy them, wreck them. They're going to be a bloody mess. And Dude, by the time it's all said and done and all the chambers have been just knocked out, I mean, dude, Dud- Dudleys are bleeding head to toe at this point. Road Warriors, easy pin, one, two, three. Yeah, drag them back in the ring, put a, put a foot on them, and one, two, three, it's over. Yeah, so we got the Road Warriors as our fantasy tag team elimination chamber victors. And now we're going to move on to the women's elimination chamber. Um, we were kind of talking about this before as far as a uh, name that is automatically on the list. Uh, we mentioned Shayna Baszler is automatically in there just because of her past elimination chamber performances. Uh, we've only had three uh, for the women, and Shayna already has the most eliminations, been one of the most dominant forces in the chamber. So we felt like she needed to be on there. And then we got a few other names that uh, we've thrown out. A um, couple of names that uh, made it to the discussion list. We've got Paige, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch. Uh, older names like Alundra Br- uh, Blaze, Lita, Trish, Molly Holly. Um, I know a couple of names or name that uh, a couple of names I've thrown out there: Thunder Rosa, China. Uh, so we got several names to consider. Let's go ahead and uh, get right into it. I got two names. That's all. Uh, we're going to start fifteen minutes on the clock, and two names I, I put on the list. I couldn't put on the computer because my computer caught a fire on me earlier this week. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. So oh, those great. two will yeah, be love on, love on, the, names, yeah. on the list. Uh, Kurt, any women, let's say, up-and-comers that should be on this list? Dude, I know. I was thinking of, like, AEW women, because I know Randy had Britt Baker, and I didn't put any AEW women, so I wanted to kind of give them love, and that's a great question. Um, God, off the top of my head, you know, whether it be, for some weird reason, man, like, Chris Statlander's name just came out, like, just... Mm. Was the first one that just kind of came into my head. I got I got one from from I don't know what she is now. Uh, I don't know if she's NXT 2.0 or WWE, but Dakota Kai. Okay. Because she's that type of person that can do a little bit of everything. She has that mean streak. She can do aerials. She can do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think of her earlier. You know, this is a name that we kind of talked about uh, off-air before we started the podcast, but, like, awesome Kong. I mean, you want to talk about a woman that was just dominant for so long in TNA. It's kind of sad that, you know, as Karma in WWE, the stars just didn't align and she didn't have a very long run there. But, I mean, awesome Kong has been a devastating powerhouse force in women's wrestling for a long time. And, you know, when I think of Awesome Kong, I think of one of her biggest rivals in Gail Kim. I, I really did consider Gail Kim, but when uh, Ramsey just threw Mickey James, I was like, that kind of gives me the impact woman that I wanted. But also, but that threw Awesome Kong just to give some uh, impact, some love. And I was also thinking like a big monster too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's kind of interesting in that, you know, if we have Awesome Kong, I, I had China on my list. And it's like, if we want to think of like, Really, the Another original. powerhouse, maybe somebody, you know, whereas Sheena Baszler is just like an MMA monster that can get you in a bunch of holds. 
you know, really maybe want somebody in there that could just be brute force. And, you know, China, it's kind of sad that there weren't really anybody that could, like, run with her in the women's division uh, when she was in her prime in WWE. I mean, basically, like, Jay Cargo is the closest you're going to get to, like, today's version of, like, China, in my opinion. Just the mm-hmm. muscles, the look, just, you know. Um, yeah, but she could also be a monster as well. I was going to say, just to kind of get one on the board real quick. I want to see what maybe Range might agree with us or not. We had one name on there that was on our list, and that was Paige. Mm. I just wanted to... I, 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 I got to vote for her. She has to be on this one. Who? Paige. Paige, yeah, yeah. I just... I was like, one of the original... Um, just everything she's done, her family being in the business, just... She doesn't get the... Just, she took her first bump when she was in the fucking womb. Pretty much. <laughs> That's true. true. That was very true. I want to throw a name. It's not a serious name, but could be on the list. It's the one woman that can would do anything and and, and not be afraid to bleed, but wasn't not really truly a wrestler. But how about we put in an ECW Beulah McGillicuddy? There, we don't have any ECW names because they didn't have a women's division. No, they just had great... Uh, her match with her match with uh, Alfonso, Alfonso, yeah, was, it was just a bloody fucking mess. Two non-wrestlers just beating ever-loving shit out of each other, and it was a bloody mess. So it, I just for not for the match, but consideration because oh man, that's that's something she, she, she gets an honorable mention. There you go. <laughs> Maybe she can walk with someone to the ring, be like that manager, you know, just get hey, I'm here, but I'm not here. No, this is interesting. I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of big on if, if we're going to go a legend. Uh, like, like a, you know, like, I, I wasn't really big on Trish being in there. Like, if I had to Me go either. with Trish or Lita uh, out of, like, the legendary WWE women, like, of, of, like, the early 2000s, I'd probably tend more to Lita just because there's more opportunities for spots in the match. Uh, that's what I if thought, too. If you have too. a Lita in there as opposed to a Trish. I thought Lita would do a, a, a cool spot. She's pretty extreme at times. So if I was to pick two, that would have been the one I would have chose was Lita. But, you know. I'm not sold yet to pick one of okay. those yet. Okay. But you want to talk about Giants or someone that could be Enforcer? Yeah. Luna. I'm cool with that. Like, you know you what? got China, you got Luna. Because you, how you said, like, you said with China, it says... Only person that could come like uh, today's standards was Cade Carkill. Yeah. But if you say Cade Carkill in China, to Jay, me, when you, say, when you say China, the first thing that comes to me will be um, Nicole Bass. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny bringing that up. I mean, she was literally the only one size wise that was up with her, but come on. Howard yeah. Stern. <laughs> Beth Phoenix. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, Beth Phoenix. I think, like, Beth Phoenix, uh, you could put her on the thing, because when, when, when people say China, I can just go, Beth Phoenix, because she gives you the power, but she also gives you the better wrestling. The, the way better wrestler, yes. And she can do both, you know? Yeah. But, like, but just to just think, like, if you had a, a chamber match and it's China, Kate Garhill, Beth Phoenix, but I love Jade. Cardio. Jane, oh, Dude, I love the Luna Vachon <laughs> reference that you said because if you think of like the original women's wrestling like back in the 80s and you got a crazed woman like that who really would go out and just be nuts and extreme I totally see Luna being that person for this match just doesn't care brawler 
tough as nails. And another ultimate. I'm throwing Luna. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thank you. I love that pick. Yeah. I like. Uh, oh, Luna. All right. Luna. Yeah. I'm throwing Luna in because you need you need that little bit of crazy in this match. Yeah, she so. gives it to you. Yeah. You know, if this was like Marvel and there's this another universe, you could have a, a elimination chamber which is China, Beth Phoenix, Luna, Awesome Kong, Bull Makano. Yeah, give some love to Bull Makano. Yeah. And then, Jade Cargill, that's right. Is it Jade, 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 Jade Cargill. You just have monster, uh, a monster woman's. Uh, I would actually love to see that, and just our a reality. That's that's our podcast in a different yeah. reality. God, I'd love to see that match. So okay, so we got three more so to pick. Three spots, eight minutes left. All right, so oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we need to vote on one person. Because yes, we do. I'm sorry. This person has to be in it. Okay. Just because Shana's in it. Rhonda gotta be in it. Uh, Rhonda's so dominant though. I don't want it to be like uh she just kicks everybody's ass and then she's like the predictable or is she? I'm just saying when you throw her name out, people just assume like, oh well, obviously it's gonna be Rhonda. But wait, it's, it's our the, fancy the booking name. It's gonna be Rhonda. But we're talking about ours, but I'm just saying like just by pure like I don't know. To me, I, two names, two names have to. One of these two had to be in it, Rhonda or Bailey. Because out of the four horsewomen, Bailey is the best one to me. I, you know, like I, again, I was trying to go with when I was coming up with my women's and my men's list, and maybe more so the men's list. I wanted to go with people I hadn't seen in a chamber yet. You know, because I wanted, I wanted to go for that kind of surprise factor. It's like one of the reasons why maybe I'm not as big on Rhonda being in it. And I know like the four horsewomen have already participated in it, but yeah, if, if I have to pick one of the four horsewomen, I'm with you. I would probably go with Bailey. Uh, just from being the best pure all around standpoint. And no disrespect to Charlotte, but I've seen Charlotte Flair enough. I was thinking the same thing. Bailey was yeah. actually on my list because I was thinking like the best I had Sasha too, so let me some Sasha. But if I had to pick one of the four horsewomen, and y'all both brought up Bailey, that would be the person but I. But we didn't see heel Bailey in the elimination chamber. I don't, that is true. I don't think she was. Yeah, I don't think she was. No, I, I look. I'm all for Bailey being in there. I'm adding her to the list, okay, and great. this is going to be the heel worker. Bailey. So now yeah. we're down to two spots left, and so, six minutes to discuss. Another one I like. I would put for consideration. What about Molly Holly? But I, but Sprite to censor Molly Holly. Well, that was uh, Ivory. Oh, Ivory, my bad. Uh, but Sorry, I'm sad. You, but no, I love me Molly Holly, and I really wanted to put her in there, but I was thinking, I, I love Ivory too. Um, kind of feel like we need more baby faces in this, to be honest, because, I mean, we got Shayna, we've got Luna, and we've got Heel Bailey. Um, I, I feel like we need to maybe round it out with a couple of faces. That's kinda, just my opinion. I'm thinking like like early, late 90s, early 2000s, women's division. Like those names, Lita, Trish, Molly, Jack, or Jacqueline, Ivory, China. Maybe one of those names, possibly. Or I, I go back to Lita. Again, like if, if we're going to go that, I, you know, Lita. Or, or, we're, you know, we're, we'll go babyface Lita. Or we haven't thrown an AEW woman in there, too. So I, I'm all about recency as well. Buys them as well. Another promotion doesn't have to be AEW. Could be, you know, anybody. So I mean, for me, if it's gonna be AEW, I got somebody that I would love to see 
I can't think you got you got me her name on on impact, but Emma. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Dashel. Yeah, yeah. See, if you'd have come with us to the impact thing, you got you could have gotten to see Tennille in person. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, I know. I know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather did groundwork. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like I, I do feel like we need an AEW name in there. And then this kind of contradicts what I was saying before about needing more baby faces in there. But, like, I guess the argument for uh, for me from the AEW side of things, it comes down to either Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker. Give me give me yours first, and I'll tell you where I'll, I'll go. I'll I'm, give you mine first. I'm going to go. go. Delina Palooza. Not even AEW. I'm going to give her respect on something. You threw her name out. And me being the Impact guy... You think would jump all over that she's got to be in it. Like, having seen her wrestle in person and seen her the last couple of weeks, well, I'm not that impressed. So she's do all due respect. Yeah, she is the two. She is a reigning champion, great submission heel, but I don't know if she fits. But in but, but again, you brought it up to submission heel. That's what we got Shayna for. Yeah. So I'm gonna between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa I did have Thunder Rosa on my list but at the same time Britt Baker is like the hottest thing right now so well, you talk about a baby face why don't you go with um, the girl I don't, I don't know how baby face this is when you steal a man from from his fiance but take Conte she's legit man she's got MMA skills dude she's jujitsu. um she's tough her and um that's an up-and-coming uh, The match too. she had with her, her tag team partner. Anna J. Anna J. against uh, Bunny and uh, Penelope Ford. That was a bloodbath. But I, but again, I... Give me your thing for Britt Baker. Make, make your case for Britt Baker real quick. The biggest star in women's wrestling that's not in WWE. I mean, she's over. Even as a heel, she's over big with the fans. They can't... They, you maybe hear very faint boos, but the majority of it is cheers because she can cut a promo. She's got great in-ring work. She doesn't have her girls to save her, but at the same time, we got to make a pick. We got to pick somebody. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Britt. That that, that that's my AEW submission. We'll do Britt. She's kind of in the gray area, so I'll throw her in just for that reason alone. All right, Baker in. Britt Baker's in. So my number for number six, I'm gonna throw one name, and tell me why she shouldn't be in it. Io Shirai. You know what? Cause NXT. Because are, are we trying to do? A, are we trying to do a W or a WWE Network uh, Ultimate Elimination Chamber? No. They're like Io's gotta be in it. No. Be no, no, in no, no, it. no. 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 I'm just to, saying, to, just by pure. To Ramsey's point, the stuff that I've seen her do, I can't deny that whatsoever. And I didn't think of her name on here at the time when we were doing this. I'm cool with adding that on there. Is there anybody you want to see a baby face? Because we need to have a baby face, and Io could be that baby face if we went this route. Mm. I'm cool with Thunder Rosa too. I, well, just because I feel or I felt like there needed to be maybe like a, a legends candidate in there, and I know we just saw you know what I, Chamber. I, I I just feel like Lita. I say Alundra. You know what? If you want to go legend, Alundra. I would have to. 
I would have to agree with Medusa. Because I had to lunge on my, my list. Medusa, we're, we're going with Medusa. I want to have a, I want to have a legend. Because let's because let's be WCW. Well, yeah, no, because because yeah. let's be realistic. Like Alundra Blaze in WWF. Who, who did she really have to compete with aside Nobody. from Paul Nagano? Paul Nagano, that was it. I mean, she did have other people, but they were just jobbers. They didn't let those other people work, show what they were capable of. And we've seen Medusa get into it with the men, too. So, I mean, she, oh, no, can, she's hold, tough. she can hold she's her own. She's a bigger girl, and she's tough. So, yeah, I'm all for Alundra Blaze Medusa. We'll go with that. So, our final list, as we see it, we got Bayer. Shayna Baszler, Paige, Luna Vachon, Bailey, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Medusa that will keep competing in our Women's Elimination Chamber. We're going to cut to a quick break to get everything set up, and then when we come back, we will book this shit. Stay tuned. So, we, uh, we're just kind of getting our thoughts together. So, we got everything set up for the Women's Elimination Chamber match. So, put five minutes on the clock, and we'll get rolling. So, basically, the uh, four women we have going into the pods, we have Paige, Luna Vachon, Bailey, and Medusa that are going to be entering the pods. We have Shayna Baszler and Britt Baker. We'll talk about craziness of the randomizer. We have these two women that are starting it off. And uh, go ahead, TNK. How do we uh, start this? Well, okay. So Britt Baker and Shayna. Shayna's just kind of dominating, just kind of showing off what she can do, just kind of ragdolling Britt Baker. Britt Baker's giving up a good fight, but Shayna's just a handful, man. We're talking like NXT Shayna Baszler. But she kind of gets a little cocky, and next thing you know, the pod, the the countdown starts. And we get our first, first pod entrance. We get entrance. Paige that uh, that enters in uh, from the first pod. Um, so Paige is able to get in there and kind of tag team with Britt Baker and putting up a bit of a fight against Shayna. So they're both working Shayna, but they can't keep Shayna down. We have enough time that passes where we have our second entrant out of a pod, and that would be Luna Vachon. And Luna just goes crazy, man. We're talking wild Luna. Luna's always been, well, as far as I've known her, you know, uh, Thinking like early '90s, Bam Bam Bigelow, just she's just going crazy, just putting a butt whooping on everybody, and it kind of evens things out for a while. And while she's putting a beating on people, while they've been hurt, she's the freshest person. Shayna, Shayna eventually gets up, and then we get this stare down between Shayna and Luna. They got two badass women that are looking at each other from across the ring, and then they start going at it. The difference is that Shayna's a trained fighter, <laughs> like. A legitimate trained fighter. So Shayna's going to get the upper hand here. Ends up uh, locking Luna in her submission maneuver. And Luna has no sheets. Forced the tap. Yeah, and that's that. Um, while all of this is going on, Bailey's pod goes off. And so now Bailey is going to be entering the match. And Bailey just kind of typically. She's kind of, she's heel Bailey. So she's not going to run into this at all. She's going to kind of hide and pick um, her spots. Oh, no. She, she's like, she's enjoying watching Shayna start beating up on the other women. She's just kind of chilling in the corner, doing her mm -hmm. own thing, just like watching it all go down. And she's sitting there pounding her head, like with, with the, oh, index, yeah. with the pointer finger, like, I'm smart. Pointing her brain, like, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Yeah. So she's chilling. While all this is going down, our last entrant, the last pod entry comes in, and this is Medusa. And Medusa makes a beeline over to Bailey, starts oh, going yeah. at it. So we're waiting for a high spot. Medusa, known as a little bit of a high flyer in her day, she's putting a beating on Bailey. 
ends up going uh, climbing the cage, does a flying uh, cross body block, cross body block, takes up onto Bailey and onto um, you know onto Britt, and as Medusa is celebrating getting fired up, she's not looking at her back. Shayna ends up capturing her in her submission maneuver. Night night for Medusa. That's the end of that. Medusa is eliminated second. So now we have, you know, really Shayna just kind of stands up, very confident. But uh, Britt's got some payback. She remembers that beating she took a little while ago when she was a single-handed one. So Britt's kind of come to her wits and. Britt Baker, even though she's the bad guy in AEW, guys, she can bring it. So there's a reason she was the with PWI uh, number uh, female wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. So Britt kind of uh, gets the upper hand on Shayna. Uh, that's what Shayna gets for being a little overconfident, had her back turned. Dude, and, I, I'm feeling a little Panama Sunrise uh, action thrown in there. Somewhere. Oh, that'd be perfect. She's able to just land the Panama Sunrise, you know, kudos to her boyfriend, Adam Cole. And after that, she locks in the lockjaw, and Shayna, as tough as she is, does not tap. But, unfortunately, she doesn't get out of the move either, which leads to her just passing Passing out. out, and she is eliminated by way of knockout. Uh, So then that leaves Bailey, Britt Baker, and Paige in the match. Um, basically, as, as Britt is celebrating her triumph over Shayna after getting her ass kicked earlier, Bailey is able to sneak behind, hit a Bailey to belly, get the one, two, three, eliminates Britt, and then that leaves us with Paige and Bailey as the final two competitors. And right, rightfully so, man. I mean, I love this matchup. You got Bailey, you got uh, Paige, you got two great female workers, or really just workers all around. I'm talking all of professional wrestling, men included. Uh, but man, I I love me some Paige. Like right when Paige debuted onto the impact onto the main roster from NXT when she's still the NXT female champion, and then I, I we were there in the crowd that night when she pinned AJ Lee. That's the page I want to see. Mm-hmm. Dude, Paige kind of shocks the world in a sense that you, you had a lot of mean, intimidating people in there, maybe a bit bigger, maybe she's a bit getting more ferocious. The, the crowd working, she's just putting the spots, showing her her lifelong training in wrestling from her family, just pretty much just beating up Bailey. Bailey's doing the whole heel thing, trying to get away, but Paige isn't having it. And, you know, she hits her with her one of her, uh, the DDT finisher she has, and then puts in that submission that Paige, I can't think of the name of it, but uh, Paige is forced to tap. I mean, I'm sorry, Bailey is forced to tap. And Paige is the winner of our fantasy women's elimination chamber. Ramsey, any uh, final words you want to throw in? Deserving. Rightfully so, man. Paige. Amen. Yeah, I'd love to see her come back in the ring if she was able to. So, with that on the books, we now turn our attention to the main event, so to speak, and we got the men's elimination chamber to now discuss. So, we talked about earlier how we had Chris Jericho on there, and uh, go ahead, EJ. Why is Chris Jericho deserving? He invented it. Which means... He invented it. It comes from his ball sack, so he's in it. (laughs) Not putting anything to say that. So, Chris Jericho, uh, Elimination Chamber, has been in the most Elimination Chamber matches. He's been in eight of them. He also has the most eliminations with ten. So, yes, I concur it should be Chris Jericho. So, real quickly, we could run down a list of people, but we we submitted a list of five Mm -hmm. names that each person would like. So, there's three names that we have two votes on and say yay or nay. 
on these uh, to go in. Randy Savage got two votes. I'm wearing his freaking shirt right now. You know I'm going to say he's in. Yeah, let's put him in. The other person wearing a shirt is... I got Suplex City on my T-shirt. He got two votes. Okay. we could... And Steve Austin got two votes. So wait, before we make this unanimously, real quick. So, Randy, Ravishing Randy's point, Stone Cold has never been in the chamber because... And that would be unique. Yeah, I mean, I just want to see what the Texas brawler is going to get in there and do. Like, you know, obviously he's not going to get in there and do flippy-dippy shit. He's just going to go in there to stop a mud hole. Stop a mud hole in people. And drink some beers. Which, I mean, the cage is big enough where they can slip some beers in there, so I'm almost positive. Like I said, they'll be, be hard to throw it to him, but... Um. Nah, like, I'm all for Stone Cold being in there. Like I said, that was one of the big reasons why I was against Hollywood Blondes being in the tag team. Is like, it, it, I need Stone Cold in this match. Uh, I mean, I know he was on two lists. Ramsey, do you concur? T and K, put him in there. Yes. Yeah. So got, these are the these are the three names that got two votes on our on. It was on two of our lists. Even though I'm wearing his T-shirt, I am a little hesitant to put Brock in there. The motherfucker punched a hole through the fucking thing. You have to shoot, but we also just had the Road Warriors breaking all the freaking chambers. I mean, they and I also and I also just saw nope. Brock in a chamber. I like, know that's why I was wearing it more for this past weekend than for right now. Let's just throw out some other names. We'll see. That, yeah, where that goes. we put that on the back burner. There's a good chance that he'll be in there, but I one of the names I had on my list, and again, this is going for people that have never competed in it. And also just like a legendary name. And, I mean, to me, I feel like this person could potentially fill that Brock spot. What about Andre? Fuck no. What are you going to do? He's fucking limited. If Even we're, in talking, we're talking Even in the 70s. 70s. He's not fucking agile. You want agile. You want somebody to go in there. You want a big man to be agile. He had Vader. Or who had Vader? I did. Okay. I had Vader. Vader. I'd take Vader over Andre. But not Andre. No. No, to... Now, to both, like, yes and no, EJ's answer, Andre, to me, late 70s, early 80s, Andre, to me, was athletic. But do I want to see Andre in this match? No. Uh, I wanted to get a big guy, too. It doesn't have to be Vader. You know, we can name some other bigger guys as well who are athletic than anybody else y'all want to agree with. Um, How about... You know, doesn't have to, you know, I don't see any, maybe like a sting, you know, somebody just out of the blue, like, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to poo-poo that idea yet. You know what? Because I just listened to the Farouk episode of something to wrestle with because I'm like months behind. How about like a Ron Simmons, man? Just like an odd hair. He's on my list. He's on my list. I'll go with Ron Simmons. Just somebody none, no one of us would ever really expect. I'm not talking about Farouk. I'm talking about Ron Simmons. Yeah, Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons. From like a After early Doom 90s. or late, early 90s, Ron Simmons. Um, I'm not going to throw him on there just Ron. yet. I'm just going to throw his name out. I just want to get gauge your thing. But if we're time's crunching. I mean, we got 11 minutes, so. I mean, I'm going to speed up. All right, right we've, got, we've got half the list filled out. We've got three more names we can throw in there. Okay. Um. I was going to say, do we want to put an AEW name in there? And if so, who I do want to put. I do want to put somebody recent, yes. I want to put somebody today who's a big star. 
and somebody in AEW, if I'm going AEW, I know you did, uh, Ramsey's like, like yeah, Ramsey, don't Ramsey. fucking say it. Kenny. I, I was, if he didn't say it, I was going to say it. Uh, but it doesn't have, to, let's see, let's see. I feel like Moxley's just too much of a given. And I think he's been in the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe somebody... And that, and that was also like kind of my argument against like even considering like a Punk or a Brian Danielson or somebody like that. I wanted to try to go with fresh names that I haven't seen in a chamber. Well, shit, what about Hangman Page, man? Like, those would be the two, Kenny or Hangman. If I had to pick between the two, I'd, I'd go with Kenny. Uh, I think the Elimination Chamber's... I take Darby. Go on, take Darby. Ooh. Actually, you know what? You know, that, I'm glad you said that. You know what? Ramsey? I'll give you your sting. Darby. Sting comes in. No, no, no. Because you just said Darby, me and Randy both looked at you. I'll throw Darby in there. We got a young athletic guy who could uh, fucking get the shit beat out of him and still come back to life. Because, Kurt, on your list, you had Ray. Yeah. And like, we've that, seen that. Darby takes the Ray spot. Darby takes, yeah. takes Ray. Yeah. I, I'm all for Darby. He's going to be our fourth entrant. Oh, he's doing a coughing off the fucking. Oh fuck, dude! <laughs> like, uh, when he said when he said Ray Phoenix earlier jumped off the pot, I was like, no, he didn't. Ray fucking climbed the top of that goddamn dimension chamber, jumped off. So Darby going to do the same. Darby bring bolt cutters and he's <laughs> yeah, he's doing something insane. So okay, um, anybody from? Well, I'm thinking anybody from Impact that I want to see, but nobody that. It'd be a smaller guy. Do we want to have? Uh, I have a name, but it's it, so stupid. New Jack. I should have known he was gonna say that. <laughs> uh, All right, fuck it. I'll give you. I'll give you ECW guy. Sabu. He was technically in the EC the WWE ECW pay per view elimination chamber match, but let's just forget that ever happened. I, you know, if, if, if we're going to throw an ECW name, I could get behind Sabu. You behind Sabu? I could get behind Sabu. Because okay. yeah, I've seen Rob Van Dam enough in Elimination Chamber, so if we had to pick one ECW original, I'd go Sabu too. Sabu's oh, on oh, oh, oh. oh. What's up? Oh, I was typing it in. Up, oh, up, oh, up. Oh. What? Cars? No. Test for this match? Gives you a big, big guy. Look at you a guy that would... Be suplex machine guy, but he ain't doing that shit to Austin. I'll tell you that right now. I'll give you Brock. I'll give I'll give you Brock if if we want to have a monster in there. It's gonna be suplexing people. I'll give you Brock. Let's just. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Sabu and Brock in the match. I was gonna say, man, if you want to go ECW, but technically he's WWE more than anything. I was gonna say Cactus Jack because he hasn't been in Elimination Chamber. But then again, that's too, you know, it's kind of simpatico with Stone Cold. We've seen him fight numerous times. So, you know what? If only because we didn't get Stone Cold and Brock when when we could have. And I get that, like, okay. from Stone Cold's standpoint, from, from the booking, it didn't make sense to give that away as a King of the Ring qualifying match well, then, on Raw. Brock Lesnar it is. Brock Lesnar. I will cave and I'll put him in there, but I will tell you now, I'm not for him eliminating everybody in the No, match, me so. neither. We're going to have a match. We ain't doing that stuff. I get, uh, like, back to the ECW name. Like, I'm, I'm thinking names, and one guy comes 
never gets his due on like book fantasy bookings because people forget about him. Mm-hmm. One man gang. Well, shit, Austin technically was in UCW for Hiccup <coughs> Coffee. I know, but I'm but just say like kind of like one a, man gang. Well, he is uh, lives in Chalmette, man. Like I'm just giving him love for that alone. But eh, all right, honorable mention. I, I don't want to put him on. I there. like Sabu. But since we're in that final spot, I'm gonna be more critical of the ECW names. So I'm gonna give one name. It's just fucking throw out. I know it's not gonna stick. It's not gonna hit. Luke Hawks. Oops. I love Luke. We 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 gave him his uh, roses in the. Uh, we gave, right. him, we well, gave him his we gave since, him his flowers. Since Ramsey and... just started listing ECW names, I'm gonna start listing off some TNA names. Uh, How about Edge? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's just like cutting you off because he doesn't want to hear. Uh, that's what I thought he was doing. I was like, God damn it, Edge I'm about to be, okay. be like Chris Jericho in a thousand two moves. Start, start going. Just start listing. Start people. listing TNA names. Well, then that's the thing. Well, he, he's gonna like some of these names. Dean Malenko. First one, first one I was gonna say was Psychosis. possibly it, it negates the Brock Lesnar move, but I was gonna say a Samoa Joe. I was gonna say I'm not gonna do AJ Styles because we've already seen AJ Styles in a match. Haven't we, Brooklyn Brawler. Haven't we seen Joe in the Elimination Chamber? Googly Gawker. Don't know. The uh, Goon. Me we we gave you Brock. We gave you Brock. I'm, simmer down. I know. Simmer down. Simmer down. Oh. <laughs> Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle. Um. You know what? To your to your point about who could legitimately go like from a wrestling standpoint. With Brock, Dan Cyber. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, you, legit. You brought that up too, but I, I actually kind of like the argument that you made earlier. Because they had a great. Not during the podcast, but like earlier about Kurt Angle. I was just thinking somebody who could keep, compete with Brock and keep him at ease while you know Brock was do- pretty much dominating everybody else. But if we got Stone Cold in this match, Brock's gonna get his licks. But Austin, you know, it's fucking Austin, man. But I'm just throwing names out there too. Anybody else? Just through the grand scheme. Think New Japan. Think we already did AEW. I was just throwing Kobe in that games. I don't know. That's the hot dog eater guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's... Some, someone got me their name. Uh, Kobe <laughs> They... Fuck out of... What about... Uh, what's his name? Saber... Uh... Do we get any WCW guys on here, man? That's like... I know right, Macho Man and Stone Cold, technically. You want to give Chris some love? Jericho? Yeah, true yeah, that. I mean, I, I feel like we've already got enough WCW representation in there. We've got an AEW Dane. We've got two big WWE names. I, I, Abyss? You want someone that could go toe-to-toe with, with Brock Lesnar? We have not seen... And I don't know what his fucking name is now. Yeah. But uh, the guy that held the freaking uh, UK title for fucking five thousand oh, fucking days. Walter. Walter. That would be kind of an interesting dynamic. Like a Walter Lesnar Austin. Those three dynamic. Yeah, we gotta pick somebody. Um. We got three minutes. Yeah. Uh, How about you say New Japan? Prince Devitt. Uh, 
Well, that's kind of like your Darby <laughs> Allen argument there, because you got two pit guys who are, you know, face painted little guys. Um, and I love me some Finn Balor. Uh, it's not exactly like Macho Man is a friggin' he's not a heavyweight. I mean, he's more of like the light. We're not we're not talking like WCW Randy Savage. We're guy. talking late eighties. Yes, my Macho Man. Yeah. yeah, I got one. I got one. We need somebody kind of keep up with Lesnar and. Austin legit. You think ECW? I got oh, one for no, you. I got one for you. Haku. Not bad. It's gold school. I was going to say Mike Awesome, but I like the Haku pick. But. Or the Japanese. Um, that was Masato Tanaka. He was the other guy. But. Bam Bam? Ooh. ECW. Did some stuff in New Japan. Same thing, like, same thing like Vader, too. Cause Vader, yeah. Vader crosses over New Japan. Yeah. If we're going to go another monster, I'd probably lean more towards Bam Bam. If, if we go another monster. You know what? Samoa Joe. You want to do Samoa Joe? Okay. There we go. Samoa Joe. NXT it. Samoa Joe. Stop, just put it down. This guy's book. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> undefeated for two years or over a year. Dominant TNA 2005-06 Samoa Joe. So, I mean. I'll give him this fucking impact TNA guy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we, we, we've all made concessions on this, so... we, we I got Lesnar in. With less than a minute to spare, we've got our list of our final six for the Men's Elimination Chamber. we got Chris Jericho, Randy Savage, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Darby Allen, Brock Lesnar, and Samoa Joe. So we're going to go ahead and cut the break. We're going to get all of this stuff situated. When we come back, we'll fantasy book the shit out of this. Stay tuned. All right, and welcome back. And now it is time to go ahead and book out our men's elimination chamber. So we got the four men in the pods being Samoa Joe, Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar, Macho Man Randy Savage. Two guys are going to be starting the match. We got Stone Cold and Darby Allen. That's the beauty of the randomizer. <laughs> so, look, Darby is that the, the smallest dog but with the most fight. And even though Austin is, you know... Not he was willing to open up a can of whoop ass, but right now he's not in that hardcore snake rattlesnake mode. He's just kind of having a match with Darby. He's kind of toying with his prey a little, a little bit, bit, yeah, so to speak. But I mean, they're they're competitive. They're going at it. Eventually, it gets to the point though where Austin sees the golden opportunity. He's able to nail Darby with a stunner. Before he can go for the pin, though, alarm goes off. We have our first Todd entrant into dun, the match. Dun, dun, dun. The Beast, Brock Lesnar, enters. And so, Stone Cold locks eyes with Brock. Crowd's going crazy, man. People wanted to see this forever. Yeah. Stone Cold ain't taking his ball and going home. They just beeline at each other and start laying in haymakers. I mean, they're beating the ever-loving shit. Trading blows with one another. Um, You know, obviously, Austin's kind of winning. And then immediately Brock just kind of starts getting his German suplex city on. And right about that time is when we get the next pod. 
the next century, Macho Man Randy Savage, and Savage just immediately beelines in and starts, I mean, doing that crazy Savage thing that he does, like running around, throwing quick punches to everybody, just getting in everybody's faces. He makes the mistake, though, of beelining straight to Brock and starts going at him. Brock's able to shove him off. Savage jumps right back up, tries to go right back at him like a rabid dog. Brock ends up catching him in a suplex, boom. Takes Savage out for a moment. Um, oh, there we got, um... Oh, fuck. Samoa uh, Joe. Samoa Joe coming in. And Samoa Joe beelines straight to Lesnar. And, of course, it's some, you know, who's the big man on, on the block type of situation. With this going on, Darby Allen's still out. From the stunner, he's roll. He's in the, on the steel part, on the outside. Austin Savage is going at it. Um, it's just back and forth. These 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 are the four in the ring for for a while. Then um, Darby Darby comes to decides to climb to the top of the pod. He's looking for an opportune moment to do a coffin drop, and that's when. You have like that moment. We have all the, everybody just right there. He coffins drops. Everybody's smart. They get out the way except for Brock, and he catches him midair. Think a la Rey Mysterio just deciding to do a flying crossbody onto Kevin Nash. Like, what are you thinking? He, obviously, Brock's gonna catch him. He catches him, but it's Brock. Since Brock's smiling, and Darby's like smiling, but like looking at him, like okay. And then Brock starts laughing, and Darby's like, okay. And then Brock just, just goes, uh-uh. Serious face. And he just takes him and throws him right through Chris Jericho's pod. He, he ships Darby from one turnbuckle all the way across the ring into the pod way down into Jericho's pod. That's how far Lesnar throws him. And just like what you think, Plexiglass hits Jericho. Jericho is out for a little bit. But then uh, Samoa Joe picks up. Picks up a lifeless at the Harvey. And it brings up to the top top turnbuckle. And does his uh, muscle buster from the top top rope. That's just Joe just being an asshole. And he just wants to put an exclamation point on it because he can. And Joe eliminates Darby. So... Joe doesn't have too, too long to celebrate because then we get back to a face-off between Brock and Joe. Uh, yeah, essentially Joe and Brock start trading blows again. This time, Suplex City kind of gets the advantage. Hits Joe with not one, but two F5s. And then to throw a little salt on the wound, add a little insult to injury, Brock decides to kick it back to his MMA days. Wants the dust off another finisher hasn't done in a while. Yeah, locks the Kimura onto Joe. And Joe, as stubborn as he is, he's not going to tap. So Joe picks up Lesnar and tries to slam him down, but Lesnar ain't letting go. The referee, Teddy Long. Yes, we went back that far. Teddy I Long going back a ways, but I'm cool with that. <laughs> calls for the, calls for the, lim- throws up the X because Lesnar snaps. Samoa's uh, uh, arm. arm. Joe's still not fucking tapping out, but hey, we heard it. Everybody saw it. He's writhing in pain. He's not tapping. He's not. He's not quitting. But Teddy Long's like, I'm not playing. You gotta go. 
Throws up the X. We open the door. The WWE doctors rush in. Joe is not pinned or submitted, but he is taken out of the match due to referee's decision. And so Lesnar gets up and he just goes to the top, like by the door, on leaning against the rope, <laughs> laughing, doing what he does, like smirking, like <laughs> you ain't nothing. He turns around and then. He gets a boot to the stomach, and then a stunner. Stone Cold stuns him. One, two, three. Lesnar's out of there. And so now we just have Austin, Jericho, who's still in the fucking pod, well, who's coming to. Was still in the pod, but as this whole sequence with Austin and Lesnar is going on, Austin, of course, as Lesnar is, is eliminated, is... In his face, John Adam stands up, gives him the double birds. As he's doing this, Jericho, the sneaky slime ball that he is, because yep. we're talking WCW, King of the Cruiserweights. Ah, uh, Jericho-holic. Uh, yeah, Jericho-holic going after Greenberg, <laughs> calling out Greenberg. Jericho sneaks up behind Austin, rolls him up, holds the tights, gets the one, two, three. And starts celebrating like he has won the whole thing. His arms are up in the air. Yes! I did it! I did it! Ugh. Austin shoots up and he is livid. He is pissed. And as soon as Jericho turns around, boom, kick to the gut. Stunner. Double burns to Jericho. Austin's drawing off. As he's leaving the ring, he's getting beers tossed at him. He's, he's just chugging them. Chugging him down, doing the Stone Cold Toast, getting everybody in the front row wet. As he's walking out and Jericho's passed out from the stunner, Macho Man looks to the heavens, sees his golden opportunity. That little light bulb moment goes off, his mm -hmm. eyes go wide. He climbs to the top of the turnbuckle and then he's like, no, no, this ain't going to do. Climbs to the top of the pod, points both fingers up to the sky. Gives the most monstrous of elbow smashes to Jericho. One, two, three. Randy Savage is the winner of our fantasy men's elimination Ooh, chamber. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to say, got to give love and respect to my man. I know he wasn't necessarily everybody's first choice to win this, and then the more we kind of talked about it, the more it was like, you know what? Got to throw what? a curveball in there. That was, yeah, I know a lot of people wouldn't have had that pick, and we did actually go to the randomizer and have three names, and even though it was close to going to Stone Cold again, it actually turned up savage, so surprisingly, I was, I was happy with that, so that's it, that's it for our fantasy elimination chamber podcast, yeah, booking, I mean, kind of, kind of interesting, not gonna lie, it's, uh, Almost midnight our time. Yeah, it took us a little while to set this up. A lot of arguments, but that's the kind of the behind brain, the scenes stuff. But brain power good. wasn't there like all the way through with some of this stuff. Well, it is Monday, man. It's like yeah, it's back Monday. To work. It's like yeah. always tough on Mondays. But uh, but no, like we kind of had fun throwing up our different names, putting out all the different scenarios. You guys did good. You guys are off next week. Oh, oh, thank you. I think we had kind of announced that we were going to take off from Mardi Gras anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's take off next week. Yeah, I'm gonna, but 
Yeah, no, we're, we're going to take the week off, enjoy the Mardi Gras holiday, and then uh, when we do come back, Ramsey, what, uh, what we got on tap? Um, well, it's, we have, it's on the schedule. It's not on the schedule. It's not schedule. We're going to actually, we're still, we still got to talk about it, but I think we're actually going to do, we're going to start up um, actually a fantasy booking league. I think we're going to take that after the Mardi Gras week, that week. We're going to be, it's not going to be like um, one episode. It's going to be kind of like little mini episodes while we work through the roster and everything. But we're going to start there and then probably do, mostly going to do recaps about the AEW. Yeah, because I was going to say AEW Revolution would be kind of that, the weekend of, our the weekend of Mardi Gras. That, great call. Or the weekend after Mardi Gras. Yeah, that'll probably be Revolution. Yeah, so Revolution. We're, we're going to talk about that. Um, you know, of course, we'll have a little bit more WrestleMania bill, and so we'll maybe touch on that a little bit too. Yeah, well, uh, maybe two weeks worth of news or some stuff we can talk about. So we'll have a lot of stuff to, to get and stuff. Yeah. And then we also got uh, coming up in March. I know because um, we got no pay per views, no no special things going on in late March. Uh, we will have our top our our top wrestler of all time tournament. Where we have the votes coming in, uh, voting to do a 32 of our top wrestlers and who would win through the bracket. Um, we'll have all that finalized and ready to go. But mostly it's some big things with our fantasy booking league, which is going to be, I think, going to be pretty fun because there's so many things we can do with it because it's not just about current wrestlers, it's about all time wrestlers and we're going to make our own, it's our company, and we're just having, booking the matches and everything, and have different things to flow through, but a little bit more will come time. Yeah. I have some ideas to make it easy and painless to choose the wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, so but, basically, that's going to be your homework for the next two weeks, is putting together the logistics of our, uh, of our fantasy uh, booking league. With no computer. <laughs> Hey, look, you did pretty good with the pen and paper today, man. Kicking it real old school. And I don't understand my handwriting. <laughs> I do that at times as well. I should have been a doctor. Oh, well, you're looking to be a pharmacy tech, so close enough, right? Yeah, at least I don't have to write. <laughs> Doctor's signature is mostly gibberish anyway. So, but, yeah. yeah there's stuff coming up. Then we got WrestleMania. It's um, WrestleMania season, yeah. So. We're gonna do an ultimate wrestling, our ultimate WrestleMania fantasy booking, but uh, we won't. We'll have all that pre-organized before we just have the book. We'll just do the. Yeah, the we're not. We're not. We're not gonna spend a good portion of the podcast trying to like put together the matches. No, we're this, already have that we'll have these all set there. up in place, so this will be a much smoother ride, and that is what I'm really looking forward to. Ultimate WrestleMania dream card. I've been planning on this way before we did this podcast. I love that subject. Oh yeah. No, so uh, with that, though, that's going to bring this week's edition of the podcast to a close. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you all have a very happy Mardi Gras. Celebrate wherever you are in the world. Uh, just know, man, it's Mardi Gras, it's the uh, farewell to the flush celebration, man, before Lenten season. So exactly. get all that partying out of your system before Fat Tuesday because come Ash Wednesday, man. Repent Time to repent, you dirty <laughs> sinners, you. <Yeah. laughs> But uh, with that said, man, I'm Ravishing Randy signing out. I'm TNK. Uh, fuck, what's my name again? Rampage out. 
We'll see you next we'll time. We'll see you next week, guys.